Hello and welcome back to a couple of Okies doing life. It is February. It is the month of love. There's love everywhere. Love is in the air. What's yeah. going on, Miss Paladino? <laughs> Not much, Mr. Paladino. <laughs> I thought, oh. we, I thought we were going to go with the love. Is the love. love. It's the love boat. Oh, a lot of people love probably won't remember that. Love to love. Love to love. Wings us together today. So we're here to celebrate Valentine's Day. Right? Valentine's. Valentine's. Day. With an N. Valentine's. Like Times Square. Okay, next. <laughs> <laughs> no, just uh, we're, we're excited to uh, be back. And we may have a bonus here in the month of February. So... Be on the lookout for that, but uh, we're just we're just hanging out uh, on a Saturday afternoon, and uh, it's uh, we're getting our second winter weather uh, mix coming in this weekend. So we're just kind of so some of us are less thrilled about it than others. Yeah, but. some of us are less thrilled, but we're good. I've got I've got an old fashioned in my hand. Laurel's got a glass of wine in her hand. So True. and it's only like one thirty in the afternoon. So you know it's it's it might be weekend day drinking, waiting for the weather. Something like that. That'll work. Something like that. But uh, did you take your teeth out before you drank that wine? I did take my teeth out. I should explain. <laughs> They're not teeth. My teeth are fine. I got Invisalign, so if I sound funny... You look um, funny. It's because I have these things on my teeth. And, then and I, she has to wear rubber bands. I have rubber bands that Tell the rubber band me. story, Laurel. I thought we weren't going to do that let's, either. Let's tell the rubber band story. Okay, you need to slow down No, it's all bit. good. So anyway, I got Invisalign... Thank you, Tangelo Orthodontics here uh, yeah. in Jinx. Um, Where are they located? On Main Street. Like 8th and Main or 806 South something Main like or something like that. Uh, it's not hard to Again, find. who is it? Tangelo Orthodontics. Awesome. Anyway, but they, uh, I thought I was just going to get these cute little plastic trays. And every week they'd send me a different one. And magically my teeth will look better. Um, the other day when I was there, they pulled out rubber bands um, if you're my age and you've had braces, I don't know that they do. I guess they still do for even... Remember Michael's braces? We had that little key. We had a like... He tighten. had an expander. That was oh, the that's braces. right. We he had, had the expander. expander. But, um, but that was fun. The rubber bands did cause me a slight uh, post-traumatic stress uh, flashbacks the other day. So How come? Because they're uncomfortable and they're ugly. And? And you can't talk in them. And? They are associated with my most embarrassing moment ever. And that is? Do we have to? We we must now because inquiring minds want to know. I you've was teased them and you've let them 15, on. 16 when I had braces? Maybe 12. I didn't know you. I wasn't 12 and I didn't know you yet. And I was kissing a boy that I really liked and one of them popped off and hit him in the back of the throat and he choked on it. <clears throat> He's fine. He's still alive. <laughs> Everything's good. He's got a little post-traumatic stress. He probably does have post-traumatic stress. <laughs> So, we're going to skip over that and keep going to the next topic, please. No, it's all good. No, it's still but re- embarrassing. But remember, Michael's, we that teeth, he would scream and oh, holler. Oh, he had that expander in, and I know a lot of the, my mom friends know what this is, and you had to get this key and then crank it. Well, I never could get it right, and it always would pop out, and I'd scrape him at the roof of the mouth, and you were traveling or working, and I was like, Michael's like, I'm not doing it, and literally, he would run away from me. He was 12, but um, yeah, it's... It's different than it used to be, but well, luckily you didn't. Uh, we you didn't injure him or scar him for life. I don't think that would have been what scarred him for life. No. There's a whole lot of other instances. He has PTSD on uh, so many. Other oh, I things. totally ruined him, but yeah. you know he's doing okay. It's all good. 
But uh, and then uh, enough about the orthodontic things. You just don't want to talk about the kiss and the tonsil hockey. Well, I don't think that's appropriate conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The the other thing that uh, we're month two into the uh, the word of the year that we picked. What was your word? Remind me. I just remind myself. I believe mine was finished. Obviously, you're not doing well. (laughs) I mine was finished. It was finished. It was finished. Yeah. Because it was going to be execution, but I thought that had a negative connotation, so I just went with finish. Wow. And I think I'm doing well. Yeah. So, what what type of things have you incorporated into your into your daily habits or your routines? I am on my probably fourth or fifth attempt to read the Bible through in a year. I'm using the Bible Recap. That seemed to be the most highly recommended, and I do like it. And I use my app on my phone, so I can either listen to it or read it. What makes it like engage you and keep you in it? Well, the podcast part where she explains it after, because to be quite honest, we're in Exodus and, um, I really would rather just jump off a cliff. I'm sorry. I know it's the Bible. I know there's a lesson in there, but not just a lesson. It's, it's a lot. The word of God. It is the word of God. And I understand that it's important. Um, and I'm trying. So if anybody out there is with me on this. I did reach out to a group um, on on Facebook and asked if anybody had a tip or is it you just keep going. And the sweet girl on there who is a fellow runner said it's the Old Testament's kind of like a marathon. And I was like, okay, that I can get on board with because I tell people, they're like, how do you run that? I was like, well, you just keep putting one foot in front of the other. I just keep going. I think that's what I have to do here. And eventually if there's supposed to be an aha moment, um, It'll it'll come through my thick skull. There are yeah aha yaha. There are aha moments and there are nuggets. Um, you know that you know there's there's three of us that get on the on Zoom, uh, every, not every morning, five days a week. Yeah, Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday at seven a.m. Um, me and two other gentlemen that uh, we we've been going through the Bible one one uh, chapter one book at a time, and uh, we're in Psalms right now, but we've been through. The old, we're going through the Old Testament. Y'all just about done it all because you're on like year yeah, three. Yeah, we're on year three. We've been doing it for three years. So starting with COVID, when we started to realize that we needed other people to stay connected and stay grounded in the word, we went through the journey group, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of years prior to that. And uh, we knew we were going to lose connection and lose our footing. Uh, and, you know, people need people. Men need men uh, to pour into. Not that way. Don't roll your eyes that way. Um, <laughs> but no different than women need other women to confide in. Men need men we to lean on isolation. and confide in. We were definitely not made for isolation. But it's been very interesting. It's been fun um, because having having a small group of men or a small group of women or whatever it is, a small group of mixed uh, men and women, just just being able to have real life conversations and share life. And, you know, once we finish a book, we just did it on Friday. Once we finish, we, we finished the book two of Psalms because they're split into six books. Um, we, uh, they go to breakfast. We went to breakfast. And Words we do, are hard for him today. They are a little hard today. So we went to, we do breakfast every time we finish a book just to kind of connect. But, and, and I will say it's taken us three years and we're still not through the Bible yet because not every conversation is always we get into the Bible. Sometimes we know that there's something going on in someone's life or there's an issue or there's 
we even talk about business. They're both self-employed. I work for a big company. So we will share coaching moments or we'll share uh, how did you handle this with an employee or how did you handle this with a colleague? How did you handle this with a outside vendor? Blah, blah, blah. And we'll have those discussions yeah. too. Or about our kids or about our wives. Yep. So um, it's I would encourage if you don't have someone that you can lean into uh, or lean on, yeah. Um, that you you find that person or those people uh, yeah. very important. I would most definitely be lost without my yeah. my tribe, yeah. my my girls. They are, yeah, very good stuff. That, I have some one of a kind friends, and they are they are top notch. So, but yeah, I mean the the Old Testament. I mean some of the things that you think about from an Old Testament perspective is we we think that Genesis is the beginning of it all, and. Lo and behold, the very first book of the Bibles is Job, Job actually. Um, wouldn't have known that. Um, well, part of Genesis. From a chronological. Well, yes. Part of Genesis, part of Genesis came Genesis, first. Correct. I think we went through five or six. Correct. Then we went to Job. But before we get into Moses and we get right. into Noah and all that stuff, Job came yeah. first. Well, all I know is I was reading it the other day and I got off of it. I, I got done and I, I looked at Paul and I said, dude, I said, I've heard these stories my whole life mm-hmm. I, in snippets. You know, one Sunday morning, mm-hmm. the preacher would preach about Genesis 8. And the next time it would be Hebrews. And then he'd come. So I've heard all these stories. I know I know the stories. But... Um, Not in the detail. When you go back to back to back, it's like a soap opera gone wrong. Mm-hmm. These people were a hot mess. And I guess the, maybe it just hit me. The lesson is what? The aha? God loved them anyways. But it's it's interesting because you we're so we're so fixated in today's world on the New Testament. Well, because those we want are, sunshine and rainbows. Those that are that are in church or know know the Bible, they they tend to concentrate on the New Testament. Yep. And you can't have the new without the old because the new doesn't one hundred percent replace the Old Testament. Right. It's all it's all connected. It's all God's word and it's all it but all builds no on each other. We no longer have to get the firstborn calf we don't, that doesn't have a spot. We don't on have it. to we don't have to abide by the those laws. Right. Because we had the ultimate sacrifice. Well, and that's a good thing because I don't have a bunch of calves in my backyard. That's right. So, I'm... but but it's interesting when you when you read because you you know the kids stories of the Bible of Noah and you know the kids stories of this and you know the kids story of this, but then when you read a little bit deeper and you get in and you do some studying with it, you start to see the 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 demons that were in the Bible. You start right. to see the the dinosaurs or the monsters or the beasts that were in the, that you just like, that wasn't in there. And then you're like, Oh, it's right here. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's very cool to kind of start going back and, and thinking through that. Yeah. I'll be, um, I'll be excited to be out of it. I know what's coming after Exodus and that does not excite me. Um, Leviticus. You start, you start getting into Leviticus but, and um, Kings and, but I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to finish it and uh, we'll see what happens when I'm done. I, so far I'm on task with it. I'm on, I'm, I'm up to date and I'm good to go. So I feel good about it. That's good. And you feel good today, too, because you bought yourself flowers. I did buy myself flowers, and I didn't need Miley Cyrus to give me permission. <laughs> There's a little one-off. What was that uh, That There was meme? a meme we saw this morning. A little, I guess it was a reel, not a meme, but whatever. I don't know the difference. And it was a lady my age that said, y'all's generation has Miley Cyrus giving you permission to buy yourself flowers. She was, my generation had Dixie Chicks and... We got rid of Earl because we are not the same. <laughs> um, 
one. So, so I did buy true. myself flowers, and I, I do know a friend with a wood chipper if, if there's an earl anywhere. Ah, uh, the wood chipper. Mm-hmm. Wood chippers are important. Got, I, I have a friend that has one. We, we, that's going off on a side note. We had discussions about the wood chipper over the last couple of weeks. It's like if I was ever if I was ever president or in charge of anything, the wood chipper would be a critical tool in the arsenal of, of teaching people lessons. Ah, okay. Like, Is that you and I having that conversation? Uh-huh. Like, you know, I said like <coughs> if there were if there were pedophiles or oh, what that have conversation. You, we would we would roll a pet we would roll a, a wood chipper out and, and it would be a pay per view and we would definitely And then the pay per view money could go to the to the victims victims' families. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. right. So yeah. anyway, um, we are so getting arrested. We are this. so getting in trouble. We're going to be investigated by the FBI and the DOJ and everybody else that, uh, you know, we got friends in high places. I'm not worried about it. Yeah. I might displace my documents and forget about them. But, um, so what, it was your word of the year <laughs> to get back on track. <laughs> well, that's just it. It was consistency and I'm not being very consistent in this conversation you because I'm not, going all over all, the place. I know better. I think you had a serious case of adult <laughs> onset ADD. No, it's been consistency. And from a work perspective, I've been pretty consistent so far from a, health and fitness perspective I have not been I've been battling a hip problem Mm -hmm. and I think I've just kind of checked out because I can't do all the movements and do all the running we ran this morning I made it about halfway and and that was about all my hip could handle I I did my full run you did your full run and I'm proud of you for that I finished what else have you been incorporating though from a, a health perspective fasting interesting tell me more well and this if you know me at all um I don't skip meals I don't even go five minutes past the designated eating time or I turn into a crazy person. So I've been listening to a podcast, Fasting for Life, for about three or four minutes, I think, off and on and got really intrigued. So I did a little research and then I started, oh, it's been about 10 days. I started with a, I think I meant to start with an 18 hour and it ended up being 20. And then I did two of those. I did one 24 hour one kind of on accident because I got to my mark to eat and I wasn't even hungry. Then I did just some 18-hour days. So you have a six-hour window to eat. I did a noon to six over the weekend because it was the weekend, right? And mm-hmm. we always have things we do. They're not a great band. Yeah, oh, I don't know. They're not great. And then I did a 36-hour fast from this past Monday night. Um, I had been out with some friends to the movie and got home about nine. So after nine o'clock, I didn't eat. So I did not eat again until Wednesday morning around nine. And I just had a protein shake then because I was kind of afraid to eat anything too big. And then I had a pretty normal day because book club was Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of did my normal day with control, not going crazy. And then um, I'm going to try to do a 36-hour fast once a month, I think. I think we're... I think you enlisted me to do one this week. I was mostly kidding, but if you want to do one... We'll start on Tuesday. It, you don't have to meal plan if you're fasting. <laughs> you don't have to worry about... You just have water. Water is key and staying busy. Mm-hmm. I um, cleaned out our bathroom really, really good and got rid of a bunch of stuff and got it all spick and span and ran some errands. And and I even went for a run that morning. And some people will say you have to be careful when you're fasting, but... Since I had eaten up until 9 o'clock the night before, I thought maybe I had some stores. So I went for a run Tuesday morning, and then that was about it. Very good. But uh, it's been interesting. I didn't think – and I have lost three inches total and six pounds. Okay. No, that's – I mean, it's something. It's movement in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the ultimate goal for me is weight loss. But I did feel like I had a lot of energy um, even during the fasting times. So Very cool. And something that's coming up that's really big, obviously, that – 
we won't be fasting because tomorrow's the Super Bowl. So. Go 49ers! <laughs> woo, woo. It's the Chiefs and the 49ers tomorrow. Um, <coughs> uh, 49ers is obviously Laurel's team. She's been a 49ers fan because of the rubber band and the guy's throat and all that sort of thing. It had nothing but, to do with it. Um, I love Joe Montana. I used to watch the 49ers <laughs> with my dad. Um, and I'm a Bears fan, so I have nothing to, uh, nothing to root for in this, but uh, I will probably... Join my wife in cheering for the 49ers this go around. Yeah, because it's real hard to cheer for Kermit the Frog. <laughs> don't offend our Kansas City Chief fans. Sorry, I love all of my fans, but I don't. Never mind. We'll skip it. But uh, so big day, lots of snacks, lots of food. More than likely, it should be a national holiday. I agree with my son. Yeah, Jordan that thinks everything it should, be. should be closed and it should be a national holiday yeah, since it is America's work. sport now. Yeah, he has to work tomorrow, so he's bummed. <laughs> And we will not be fasting tomorrow. We will not be fasting tomorrow, but we will probably definitely need to fast next week in order to counter the Super Bowl it's shenanigans. Not, it's not really how it works. But. Yeah, but, you know, that's how it's going to work okay. in my head. Um, we had some sad stuff earlier. We did have some. We had some sad. We had some. We have some good and some We had bad. some very exciting and some bad. So starting with the good. Um, okay. Grandbaby number two is, is a... Girl. Girl. Miss Marley Ray. Yes. Uh, due in July. July 5th. So, so looking forward to that. Um, having I, two girls running around is awesome. Yeah. It'll be it'll be fine. I think mom and dad really thought I was a boy, but um, you know I what? I thought I was a boy because they registered, they registered for, boy, for things. boy stuff. But you know what? We're all on board with it. And as long as, as long as she's happy and healthy. Um, Raised up right. Yeah. And of course, Hunter Joe is... Grows up to her find a manly man. Yeah. Her, yeah. Joe's, her personality is yep. over the top. She's sassy, sassy. Sassy, and she's happy, and she's confident, um, all due to her parents. They're, yeah. Michael and Maggie are doing a wonderful job. Yep. So Very um, good. And Jordan has been, you know, he, he uh, obviously, we, we've shared that uh, he was at the, a local news station that consolidated and moved out of the out of the city, so he lost his gig running the camera for the news station, and it's a small market, so there's not very many opportunities for that. Um, so he's he just recently got hired at a Walmart neighborhood market, and it's a temporary gig just yeah. to kind of get him through, uh, since he lives on his own in an apartment. You know, he's got to pay bills just like all of us well, do. Well, he was bored, and he's bored because he's just hanging out. Yeah. So um, it'd be good for him. I think he's this is his first week, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Starting the uh, the old Walmart gig, but uh, you never know where those things will lead. Um, so good luck on on that. Yeah. And, He's already uh, making some friends. Yeah. I think it's going to be it's good. And then uh, we had a uh, um, biscuit biscuit, which is a uh, like a one year old, two year old lab. One year old. I think it's one year old lab, mm-hmm. um, which belongs to Michael and Maggie and Hunter Joe. Uh, got out of the fence and got hit by a car. And uh, unfortunately, I mean, fortunately dog is alive yes unfortunately they had an amputated leg um and uh they had to uh uh they had to give the dog to, to lab the rescue Tulsa lab rescue because yeah. um, of the vet bills and the care they just having a one-year-old a baby on the way another dog there just wasn't yeah. the best place for a biscuit to recover um mm. and it was going to be expensive so Tulsa lab rescue has him and he's being well cared for they are visiting him and the hope is that they can adopt him back. Yeah. Um, so I think I think that's going to end up being okay. I think it will be a good story. Obviously, he'll he'll be a three legged dog versus. They, they a, said as long as the hind leg, they learn to walk in like two days. Yeah. Um, front leg takes a yep. little bit longer, but yep. the 
The back leg. Yep. But, uh, so pretty, pretty, pretty gruesome. Pretty, it pretty was, bad. Yeah, it got infected. There yep. wasn't enough skin to close over the thing, so they were gonna have to. It was just a it lot. It was a lot. But um, every time they had to change a bandage, they had to sedate them because yeah. of no skin. Yeah. So. And uh, that's just a lot. They've been. But it's it's learning and getting yeah. through life, and there's going to be challenges. There's going to be peaks and valleys, just like yeah. everyone's life, and and this is one of those moments. And they're just they're just learning. Yep. So, so. but uh, that's that's the uh, the biscuit update, the Marley Ray update. Um, this would be Hunter Joe's second Valentine's Day. Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Yeah, we got to get her something for Valentine's. We'll have to get her something. Um, what else is you? You mentioned book club earlier. Um, and that was something I thought would be interesting to kind of share, like some of the things that you read, some of the, what type of books do you read? What are your, some of your favorites and why? Um, wow, I'm getting put on the spot you all day today. You are. Don't want Book club. I love my book club. And we actually do discuss the book. Just I'm putting that out there because a lot of people You guys like, do oh, print off questions online. I, we, we are nerdy. It. We print off the questions. We really do dive in. We, whoever hosts, gets to pick the book. Most of us like a psychological thriller. Um, we've got one in the group who loves historical fiction. Um, and one and who, you know who you are. And one who likes smut. So we, <laughs> and you know who you are. We just go with, with whatever and, and we read it. It's been cool because I've had to read some things. Not had to. I have read some things that are outside my wheelhouse. I'm a psychological thriller girl. Um, Meaning, if I ever disappear, I'm buried under the pool. Just saying. Or the wood chipper, whatever. Um, but I love a good twist and turn. The crazier, the better. I mean, that's 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 my wheelhouse. That's what I like. But I will read um, other things. I've read A Man Called Otto was good. These are recents, not things I grew up reading. But what are some things you grew up reading? Uh, Outsiders, of course. Uh, to Kill Outs- a- Outsiders is based here in Tulsa, mm-hmm. for those of you that don't know. Yeah. My, the first book I ever, well, not the first book I read, the first novel, big book I ever read was It by Stephen King. I was 10. Um, the school called my mother. Make sure I had permission to read it, whatever that's about. But um, It's just a clown. He went in the clown. <laughs> Giant spider that turns into a clown. <laughs> anyway, I love Stephen King. But uh, I would say my my favorite book is that what your the point is favorite no. books uh, recent books that you've read that you would recommend even right now. Uh, we just did Hello Beautiful, which is not a book I would have chosen. This was last month's book, I think. Um, I would not have chosen that on my own. It is a kind of a modern Little Women, and I loved Little Women when I was younger. So Hello Beautiful was good. The one we just did that we met Wednesday night. Was first lie wins phenomenal. It's funny like, I saw that book on the plane coming home like four or five times. It was it was top People notch. Had it out um, one of my favorite psychological thrillers that I've read, uh, Behind Closed Doors by B. A. Paris. I would say it's like mind blow. Your head literally goes Ka-psh! like it explodes at the end. How's that go? Ka-psh! But um, if I have to pick a favorite book, I, I, to kill a mockingbird. Uh, so, and that? it's not psychological thriller. Obviously, it's totally outside the norm. But um, why is that? Because Atticus Finch reminds me of my dad mm-hmm. just a little bit. What are the similarities? Atticus was calm 
and even killed, um, generous, kind, fair, um, and wise, just wise. I think he was a wise, a wise man. My dad was wise. There's and he, a, and even in the movie, Jimmy Stewart and your dad kind of have similarities. <laughs> they do actually. Um, but there is a quote from, hold on, I got to pull it back up. I had it on my laptop. Um, it's one of my favorite quotes from To Kill a Mockingbird. I wanted you to see what real courage is instead of getting the idea that courage is a man with a gun in his hand. Courage is when you know you're licked before you begin, but you begin anyway, and you see it through no matter what. You rarely win, but sometimes you do. So, I think that movie has a lot of um, good stuff in it. It does. And I worry sometimes that they will cancel it. Well, I don't think they cancel it. I do think they've put a disclaimer on the front end of it now, if they show it, which is funny. Um, what, uh, what are like the last five books that you read? Can you remember? I have them written down because I write, I write them down so I can count. (laughs) So the last five books that I've read, uh, the locked door, Girls Like Us, Hello Beautiful, Run, Rose, Run, which was partially written by Dolly Parton, and First Fly Wins. It was Dolly Parton and... John Grisham. John. No. No, it wasn't John Grisham. The other, other guy. Patterson. Pa- James, James Patterson. Patterson. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Um, also, maybe not something I would have normally picked up, but my good friend Sandy said I should read it, so I read it. Very good. And the... And Sandy, if you're listening, it's always the butler, it's always the mom, That's and it's always a knife and a banana. Not in the other mistress, it was not. It was definitely it. it. Yeah. I read that book three times, front and back. <laughs> the problem I have is I read so many books that sometimes I buy a book and get 20 pages in and realize I've already read it. Cause I, That's happened a few times when we've taken a trip on a plane and you get you the first couple of pages after we take off and you're like, I've already read this. Mm-hmm. Or I need a new book, and I'm at the airport yeah. bookstore, or not the bookstore, but the little convenience store, and I'm like, I've read all these. Yep. And I haven't read all the books. I don't read, like, your stack you've got here that you're looking at. I don't read those books. So those n- books. You tell them what your weird books are. No, I, I mean, I, I tend to be a little more, like, inspirational, self-help type books. You don't say self-help. Self-improvement. Self-improvement, sorry, if we're being politically correct. Self-improvement. Um, I don't read a lot. Laurel tends to read a new book every couple, every week, every other week. Um, Sometimes two a week. It takes me a month or so to get through a book. I'm just, I'm just kind of a slow reader. But some of the books that the, that I've read recently that that uh, I there's some little nuggets in um, the Gap and the Gain, um, which is from Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. Um, it's just talking about looking at things backwards and celebrating every win and. Uh, your goal, even though you set a goal and you may not achieve it, you should celebrate all the things that you did accomplish on your way to achieving the goal, even if you didn't make it I all the it. way. So it's taking it's taking it and looking at it backwards. Right. And it's really interesting. It's a really interesting approach to that because a lot of people think, I didn't accomplish my goal, I failed. But you made so many wins along the way, and we don't recognize those sometimes. Right. So that that was pretty cool. Um, Lewis Howes, which is a like a big time podcaster, self-improvement guy. Um, uh, the greatness, uh, uh, the greatness mindset, um, unlock the power of your mind and live your best life today. A lot of little nuggets, um, to local authors that I've read here is 
one sitting across from me, uh, <laughs> Laurel Palladino, with laughing through the tears, and then Sean Copeland and uh, and Mick Shavonic, which is, has started a movement called Ninety Four X. Look that up. It's it's Christ based business leaders um, bringing Christ into into your business. Yeah, he, people are afraid to bring that into their business for fear of losing a customer or offending someone. Yep. He's he's trying to turn that tide and. Yep. I, I've not been to any of the meetings. I don't. I've not read the book. I'm sorry, but I've heard wonderful things about it and the what he's trying to do. Yeah, and he basically comes at it from on average people work 160 uh, hours per month, and studies show that people may only attend church 1.7 hours per month. So that means your coworkers spend 94 times more time around you than they do in church. So we, you know, we got to bring church to to the people, right? Yeah. So that's where that comes from. Um, the Power of Zero. I read. Recently, it's boring. Oh, I tried um, to read it. Yeah. It's more financial and learning how not to pay taxes, not illegally, but how to protect your money so you're not subject <laughs> wow. to, to a lot of taxes. We are still going to jail. I know, still going to jail. <laughs> um, Ed Milet fans. I like big Ed time. Uh, the Power of One More um, was is really good. The 5 a.m. Club became a really big book. It, it actually is a really good book, and it's set in more of a story than it is just you should do this, you should do this, but there are characters in there and there's actually life lessons in there. And then this one was just fun. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's new book, yep. uh, Be Useful, Seven Tools for Life. Just, he goes into a lot of depth about his childhood and his, and growing up and, you know, living on couches and things like that when he came over here to the U.S. and yeah. all the things. And, and you can, it's almost like everything, as, as I was reading it, all I could keep doing, I kept doing his voice and kept doing the chapa, you know, in here because you, you just, you, you picture him talking and telling these stories. I read Ellen DeGeneres' book many, many years ago, and I did that with her. I could hear her voice in yeah. my head saying it. And it's easy to do. Mm-hmm. So, um, but no, in the books, I mean, it, they, they are critical, even though I'm not an avid reader. Laurel is. I mean, they do unlock things in your mind and in, uh, unlock your your receptors, your imagination, they they teach you. There's reading little is, nuggets. Reading is probably no matter what you're reading. Really, some things obviously are more helpful than others. Psychological thrillers aren't. Well, it's good know, for your brain. But the reading in general is really really good for brain health and function and keeping those neurons firing. Um, I love it when I come across a word in a book I don't know. I've got to look that up and then I figure out what that means. Just it's good. You should try to learn something new every day. And I do, small. I do think it's going to become a lost art with all the technology and AI and everything that's coming uh, down we, the pike. We talked about this not very long ago, and I said, "Do you mean there won't be books?" And um, somebody said, "Perhaps not. Like there won't be a printed actual paper <clears throat> copy." And I get a lot of grief from people because I, I carry a book around. I carry it to the beach. I, I take do it the on same the plane. Thing. I won't use digital. I don't. I had a Kindle once. Very sweet gift. Thank yep. you. Couldn't get into it. I won't listen to the book because I my I have I like to be able to hold it in my hand I like the smell of it the feel of it I like to turn the pages I like to look at it and go oh, I'm halfway done and you can't do that with a digital version um I am a book hoarder I don't hoard a lot of things but god bless my children when I die <laughs> they will be like oh my gosh what are we going to do with all these books um you definitely have all you definitely have the entire well, not the entire, but you have probably 99.9% of the Stephen King library. I have all the Stephen King books except the Dark Tower series because those and are... And a couple other short story type stuff that he's done. No, I have all those compilations pretty mm-hmm. much, I think. I might I might be missing one or two, but it's not a lot. Yep. But I don't have the Dark Tower series. It's not my 
genre. Genre, but um, maybe one day. Yeah, and what was really cool, I mean, I remember reading as a teenager, yes, I'm dating myself back in the 80s, and the the popular books for, for teenagers at that time were the, like, make choices books. You would basically, you would read, and then at the, there would be moments in the book that's, that in the bottom, in the footnote, it would say, if you think so-and-so should do X, turn to page, and if you think so-and-so should do Y, turn to page, and you would do that, especially like sci sci-fi type stuff. I don't remember and, those books. And like, uh, but Stephen King didn't give you an option. No, but espionage stuff. So you'd basically say he should he should assassinate the the villain, and then it would say flip here, and the story would turn this way, and okay. or flip here and turn that way. They were they were kind of popular at that time, especially for for guys that were that were into the. The guns and the espionage and all when, that sort of stuff. When I was a teenager, the popular books were V.C. Andrews. And my mother VCRs? Went, no, V.C. Andrews. Uh, Flowers in the Attic oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My mother wouldn't let me read them. She and, let you read it, but not I know, those. and I, as I <laughs> grew up and got older, I was like, I couldn't read Flowers in the Attic because it had incest in it, but I could read horror. Like, the king of horror, right? Um. So that's where Bethel's boundary. Everybody has a, a line, and mm -hmm. that was hers. Yep. I couldn't read incest, but I could read yep. scary clowns that are actually spiders. But I did The Outsiders. I did all of the Essie Hinton books. Yep. When I was younger, like elementary, it was Ramona and Beezus. And Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Mm -hmm. Those, I can't remember her. Judy Bloom. I knew I'd get there. Um, but I I've always have read probably a little bit over what my age was. And you said the outsiders a couple times, and and for folks that don't know Oklahoma or don't know Tulsa or don't know the history of of Tulsa and Oklahoma, uh, the author is Hinton. Essie Hinton. She's Essie from Hinton. here. She's from Tulsa, and that book, that book, uh, and the movie were all filmed here in Tulsa. The book was written based on Tulsa. Mm -hmm. Some of those things still exist, and the house actually still exists. And it's a museum today. It's a museum today, and they're resurrecting the neighborhood around it. Yep. Um, but uh, and C. Thomas C. Howell Thomas Howe is in Tulsa all the time doing fundraising yep. for the for the museum. Well, he's in a band now. Yeah, and he's stuff. in a band, and I think he's here in March. They're going to do like a movie on the lawn of the house, mm -hmm. which is cool. It's already sold out, but uh, just neat things like that. Um, it's on the west side of, of Tulsa, um, and it's uh, it's just really neat to think about that iconic movie. It's not west side. It's north. It is north. You're right. Sorry, it is north. Um, but that iconic movie with so many actors that were like getting ready to burst oh, onto the Patrick screen. Patrick Swayze, Rob Lowe, Emilio Estevez, C. Thomas Howell. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> I know it's forgetting one. Ralph Macchio. Yeah. All those guys. Ralph Macchio. Yeah. So just um, uh, just interesting that you know just those little tidbits in history. I was I was talking to a gentleman that uh, just joined my company, uh, has lived in New York and have traveled the world in in marketing and uh, really big into architecture. And uh, I said, well, you'll have to come to Tulsa because of our history of architecture and art deco. And before I could finish, he goes, yeah, you have Wright buildings. Mm -hmm. And Frank Lloyd Wright has built many things here in the Tulsa area. And he's the only multi-level skyscraper building is in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, that he built for um, Phillips, Phillips Petroleum. Uh, you know, So they commissioned him to build their headquarters in Bartlesville. So just, uh, just unique 
history. There's a lot of gargoyles on buildings in downtown Jinx, or downtown Jinx, downtown Tulsa. <laughs> and they're not evil. They are protectors. That, yeah, they're supposed to be protectors. But Stephen uh, King's house has them all around it. Well, that's for another reason. He should be terrified. He's probably got a gate to hell no, in his he house or something no, in his doesn't. basement. Oh, that's a different writer that had the that had the uh, Amityville. Oh, the gate to hell was yeah. in the basement. In the basement. Yeah. But anyway, anything else going on? I don't think so. I think we've covered about everything new and old. Well, what else, what uh, what are some of the big highlights for February other than Valentine's Day? You mean like. Our important dates. The important I dates. Got like trouble, I, know, I got in trouble the other day from Sandy because I had not... I know yesterday was National Pizza Day. Mm-hmm. And she heard about something on the radio the other day and she realized that she hadn't heard our podcast. We haven't given her the days. So today... We're a behind. Today is National Umbrella Day. Yeah, It's not going to rain today, but it is tomorrow. Um, tomorrow, the 11th, is Make a Friend Day mm. and Get Out Your Guitar Day. Mm. So you can do Wish that. you go buy a guitar. Of course, February 12th is Lincoln's birthday. Ah, one of the best. Yep. Mm -hmm. And of course, Valentine's Day is February 14th. Valentine's Day. Very fantastic. Uh, February 16th, do a grouch a favor day. Hmm. Uh, President's Day is the 17th. And the 18th is National Drink Wine Day. Hmm. Those are important days. The 20th is Love Your Pet Day. It's also my mom's birthday. And your mom's birthday. 87? I believe so. Yeah. Yep. The 21st is Sticky Bun Day. I love me some Sticky Buns. Mm-hmm. The 22nd is George Washington's birthday. Ah, very important man. Yep. He was sort of important. But he, he shares that day with the margarita. Well. So. Americana. On February 22nd, margarita. drink a margarita and do a toast to George there, Washington. There you go. For his birthday. Mm-hmm. And let's see. Oh, Tortilla Chip Day is February 24th. That would be my sister's favorite holiday. She had... Chips and salsa for lunch yesterday. There you go. She loves her chips and salsa. And February 26th is Tell a Fairy Tale Day. 27th is No Brainer Day. Hmm. And of course, it is Leap Year. So we have a February 29th this year. And a 30th. No. Does it work that way? You don't get two extras. What? Just one. I'm going to need them for sales. <laughs> okay, I cannot help you there. You only get one extra day here. And that, but you know, last month we were talking about dry January, and you know, I had my one friend that was going to wait and do dry February yeah. because it's a shorter month. And I had to remind her that it was one day longer than normal. And I think she just kind of gave up on that. I thing. think she didn't do it. Um, yeah, she didn't finish. Since I saw her the other night, and she's not doing that. So um, I don't think I have anything else. Any plans for Valentine's Day? Uh, well, you said you couldn't get a reservation anywhere. Uh, I kind of slacked and didn't get one. And that's okay. And then I was going to do that paint at home deal and can't get it till after Valentine's Day. So you know what? We, I bought my own flowers today. We'll just do my own thing. We've had many. (laughs) We've had enough Valentine's days and, uh, (coughs) excuse me. It's not, I don't, to me, it's, it's not an, I, we date all the time. You always bring me flowers. You, I don't feel like that's, we need one day of the year to celebrate our love. It's just hokey. We do it all the time. I have to love you all the time? Well, you're supposed to. Uh, I'll give you Valentine's Day off. <laughs> that's, that works. How about that instead? That works. Every other leap year? Something like that. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us for a couple of Okies uh, doing... Doing live. Doing live. Oh my God, words really I went are blank. hard They today. are hard today. Wow, I need another drink. Um, <laughs> the... Uh, <laughs> We are um, we are actually on our way to uh, to the R bar. We're gonna go check out a puppy bowl. So they have a 
we learned this morning that they have they have a an adoption event for puppies, but they do it in a fun puppy bowl way since tomorrow's the Super Bowl. So we're gonna just go check that out. Yeah, um, it's from three to five. It's on Brookside. Yep, uh-huh. and uh, they say they cut off they block off half the patio and release the hounds. I guess. Yeah. So that's that's cool. Um, we'll uh, but uh, we are just uh, excited uh, to share. Uh, a little bit of our life and a little bit of some of our conversations with you uh, uh, on a regular basis. And uh, if you have any recommendations, suggestions, uh, ideas, don't hesitate to uh, send us an email at okies918 at yahoo.com. Or you can, uh, we we plan on getting our social media up and running uh, this year. We're just kind of deciding what that's going to look like from a Facebook and Instagram or even a TikTok perspective. So uh, keep checking in on that. And uh, we will I didn't s- know we were going to be TikToking. We were going to, I don't know if we'll TikTok. Maybe we'll just talk and leave the tick out. <sighs> you, you, I cannot with you today. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a great, uh, have a great day and uh, happy Valentine's Day. Go 49ers. <laughs> <laughs>